Welcome to the ICS Beyond Cancer podcast. This podcast is raw cancer and nutrition facts. By listening to this podcast, you will get real information about cancer, nutrition, and what we are doing to help you live a cancer-free future. We will provide you with information to help you prevent cancer, tips and tricks to better your health, and we will share some cancer and nutrition stories with you. The ICS Beyond Cancer podcast is not medical advice or treatment. Always double check anything you hear on this podcast with your regular medical provider. Hello, this is Dr. Jager back again for the third in the series on how to boost your immunity. Today we're going to talk about the intestinal barrier, the microbiome, and what happens if we get a break in that barrier to the immune system that is right underneath. What we should eat and why what we eat matters. That's all on the upcoming episode today. Thank you for joining us. So let's go back to what we've been talking about the last couple of podcasts. In the first podcast, I spent a significant amount of time talking about our innate immunity and how to protect ourselves from COVID-19 infections, as well as how to boost the function of the innate immune cells. I also spent last week talking more about the adaptive, remember that's the specific immune response, and how that works. Now let's look specifically at the gut and how it interacts with the immune system. The intestinal tract is lined with a series of cells that help prevent anything from outside the body getting inside. Remember, that was one of our first lines of defense. Just outside that, soldiers of cells that line up side by side is a protective mucus layer. Inside that mucus is antibodies against pathogens, as well as the commensal bacteria that we call the microbiome. Just underneath that layer or borders of cells are our immune cells, both the innate immune system with the macrophages and dendritic cells, as well as the specific or adaptive immune system, which is the T and B cells. The bacteria of the gut are important in the way the immune system works. The commensal or good bacteria in our gut actually communicate to the other cells of our body. The bacteria of the gut make a short-chain fatty acid that feeds the border cells of the gut. This helps keep those border cells healthy. The bacteria in our intestines also help us break down some of the food. They actually produce some of the vitamins we need. So having a healthy gut microbiome is important for gut health as well as immune health. The border cells that line the gut are responsible to only allow certain things in the body and in, therefore into the bloodstream. The way we get nutrients from our food is the process of absorption, which occurs at this border cell layer. The reason functional medicine doctors always start with working on the health of the gut first is because of the large surface area of our intestinal tract. The intestinal tract, if we laid it out flat, would be approximately the size of a tennis court. That means there's a lot of surface to react with the food that we eat, and right underneath that layer of bordered cells, remember, is our immune system. It's very important that we have healthy bacteria in our gut that are talking correctly to the immune cells just underneath. 
Remember we talked about what happens if there's a break in the border? An intact border is what keeps things healthy. Breaks or leaks in the border lead to dysfunction. We can have a break in the border and we can call this a leaky gut. All of a sudden, things that should not get into the body now have free access. The immune system sees that break and go on high alert, often secreting all kinds of toxic substances to kill the invaders and send out chemical signals to call other immune cells to their aid. This release of the chemicals leads to what we call inflammation. Inflammation occurs to wall off the border break. That inflammation then is a good protective defense of the border. The problems occur when there is chronic inflammation. This is where what we eat matters. We want to be sure that the good bacteria have the right food so that they can live and reproduce and prevent the bad bacteria from setting up house. Our modern Western diets have a high level of animal proteins, saturated fats, simple sugars, and salt, and they're low in the amount of plant fibers. Unfortunately, this is not a good diet for healthy bacteria. The microbes in our gut that do the best for our immune system are those that eat plant fibers. When they eat these plant fibers, they make these short-chain fatty acids that lead to providing energy to the border cells. They also affect the immune cells. Without short-chain fatty acids, there is less antibodies produced to protect the barrier and the border. Short-chain fatty acids are absorbed and reach other organs too, like the brain. The more short-chain fatty acids, the less inflammation in the body. So eating plants helps us to have less inflammation and also supports the immune system. The good bacteria, probiotics, like to eat plants. Many people are affected by health challenges related to poor immunity and inflammation. Diet can play a big role in worsening or improving these issues because of that interaction between the gut microbiome and the immune system. Dysbiosis, which basically means the gut microbiome is out of balance. To have the most healthy gut, we need to have a large variety of bacteria and viruses within our healthy microbiome. Antibiotics, psychological stress, physical stress can all lead to changes in the gut microbiome and lead to dysbiosis. Dysbiosis can then lead to border breaks, which increase our susceptibility to infection. The imbalance in our gut can lead to imbalances throughout the body. Dysbiosis can lead to chronic inflammation in the body, and chronic inflammation is the root cause of many of the diseases of modern man, including heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. That's why eating your vegetables is so important. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's talk now about how to eat healthy 
to support that immune system. It is natural at this time to all want comfort foods when we are stressed, but from a health perspective, it's the worst time in the world to grab that muffin, cookie, or ice cream. The grocery stores are facing shortages that may make food choices more difficult, but we want to choose whatever is the most nutrient-dense, particularly when there is a limited supply. The first step is to cut out sugar and starch. It is clear that sugar suppresses the immune system and worsens viral infections. Excessive sugar consumption poses many health risks and contributes to inflammation, promotes diabetes in both children and adults, and is the major cause of obesity in our country. A study published several decades ago observed that 100 grams dose of sugar um, on the white blood cells behavior in healthy participants Researchers demonstrated 50% of the neutrophils impact the number of white blood cells, but rather their function. A good rule of thumb on what to eat is to avoid foods that come in a box or a package. Processed foods are just not good for you. Make sure that your food looks like food. Limiting or stopping alcohol consumption is another good idea. Alcohol turns right into sugar in our body and can lead to key nutrient depletion. In the next podcast, I will go over more detailed supplements that you may want to take for boosting your immunity. But let's talk a little bit more about some food that you could eat that would help your immune system. Protein is important for our immune system. Most Americans get enough protein, but they don't always get the best quality of protein. People who are elderly or are vegans are at the greatest risk of not getting enough protein. Protein is critical for immune function. Two four-ounce servings of a lean animal protein a day is adequate. Plant-based proteins such as nuts, seeds, and legumes are adequate if consumed in enough quantity. Tofu or tempeh from non-GMO soy is another option. The best types of meat would be grass-fed lamb, cow, or fish, particularly the cold water salmon, herring, sardines, are all good sources of good proteins. Of course, chicken is also another alternative and good protein to eat. Eggs are also an easy protein that you can prepare up ahead and have for a handy, healthy snack. Now the next category that is very important are our vegetables. Half of our plate should be vegetables each day. We know that patients who eat five or more vegetables a day have less heart disease as well as cancers. We know that eating more vegetables also gives a big boost to our immune system. When I think about vegetables, I think of them in three separate categories. The first is the leafy greens. The greener the green, the more the nutrition. So iceberg lettuce, not so nutritious. Dark green kale, probably one of the most nutritious. These foods are rich in beta carotene. We need to have a variety of leafy greens. So mixing it up is good. A serving size is one cup. I recommend to get at least one serving of leafy greens a day. The next group of vegetables is colorful vegetables. I always tell my patients to eat the rainbow. 
When we eat the rainbow of colors, red, yellow, orange, green, blue, black, purple, white, tan, we get the phytonutrients, which basically means a plant nutrient that is important for boosting our immunity, helping us get rid of toxins, and just overall healing. They also are good for our metabolism and our microbiome. When you eat one fruit or vegetable from each color of the rainbow, you get everything you need for health and healing throughout the day. Because we are having to do more of our own cooking, now is the time to experiment with new vegetables and fruits. The last group of vegetables I think about are the cruciferous vegetables. Cruciferous vegetables are known to help detox the body. These are anti-cancer as well as anti-toxin foods. These include broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, Brussels sprouts, watercress, just to name a few. I try to get at least one serving, which is half a cup, in each day to help my body detoxify and to have the best chance to have a healthy and working immune system. The other thing that you can think about adding that are known to be antiviral are some herbs and spices. The list of antiviral spices and herbs include ginger, garlic, turmeric, rosemary, chili pepper, and oregano. Add some spice to your life along with your fruits and vegetables. It is also important to eat probiotic-containing foods, such as live cultured yogurts. Make sure you look for the low-carb varieties or try a coconut yogurt, kefir, kombucha, sauerkraut, tempeh, miso, kimchi, and pickles are examples of places that you can get healthy bacteria to repopulate your gut. Of course, you can also take a probiotic supplement. You do want to make sure if you take any supplements that they are high quality. If you have questions about your microbiome, you can have a stools test done that will tell you the types of bacteria that you have in your microbiome as well as looking for yeast, fungi, and other pathogens. Unfortunately, these tests are not covered by insurance, but they are available at ICS. You can call our office for an appointment. The kits are sent directly to your home. It takes a couple of weeks to get the results, but once we have them, we can set up a telehealth medicine so that you could get that information while we're in that pan epidemic. Alternatively, you can wait until this epidemic uh, is over, and we can also do the testing at that time if you are interested. I hope that you learned something from today's podcast, and I look forward to the next one where we'll be talking more about particular vitamins and supplements that may be helpful for your immune system. Thanks so much for listening. It stomps on your heart, rips out your hope, laughs in your face. We hate it. 
So we fight cancer with everything we've got. We are Iowa Cancer Specialists. Our team of specialists ensure that Quad Cityans have access to the latest breakthroughs in the treatment of cancer and non-cancerous blood disorders. Our roots in this community run deep. The people we treat become part of our daily lives and remain part of our family long after treatment is finished. Learn more at IACancer.com. If you would like to learn more about ways to boost your immune system, call Iowa Cancer Specialist today to book an appointment with Dr. Jager at 563-345-HEAL. That's 563-345-4325. She is eager to get to know you and teach you ways to become healthy, stay healthy, and live an overall vibrant lifestyle. Remember, the ICS Beyond Cancer podcast is not medical advice or treatment. Always double check anything you hear on this podcast with your regular medical provider. If you want to learn more about ICS, head over to our website at www.iacancer.com. That's www.iacancer.com. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Iowa Cancer Specialists. To see all our free events we hold, such as our free lunch and learn sessions, about nutrition, our weight management clinics, and many more. You can also read our blog at upyourscancer.com. We are going to have some more exciting episodes, so be sure to subscribe.